Welcome to the Abundant Leap Podcast. I'm your host, Chance Welton. I'm a speaker, consultant, and thought leader here at Abundance.io. In this podcast, you'll discover your strengths, find turnkey business models, and get expert guidance for life's biggest financial moments, where we have trained and consulted over 35,000 entrepreneurs on how to start their first online business, and we've helped existing business owners start their second and third stream of income. You can learn more at Abundance.io, and of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at the Abundant Leap Podcast. So check it out, folks, right here live. Well, not live, but we're in studio live with all these people walking by. We're at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indiana. First time I've ever been to Indiana in my life. Big Hoosier fan, love basketball. So the movie Hoosiers comes into my head. And also my man, Scott Jarrett, if you're watching, you're my brother from another mother. And you set the tone for me back in 2015. But with that, I got my man, Chance Walton. What's up, Chance? Hey, brother. Good to see you, man. Founder of Abundance.io. Yep. Yep. And Chance, by the way, is the future of what entrepreneurs look like. You know, I think oh, that... Oh, come on. Yeah, listen. I mean, when we spoke, you speak about abundance, not scarcity. You know, you speak about inclusiveness, not, you know, isolated exclusion. And, and I think when we connected through David, right, I felt like the first call that we had was really cool. And, and it just kind of led to where we did a webinar on your show and... What an unbelievable community that he has. They feel his heart, his passion. And uh, I want to thank you for that. Truly, it was, an, it was an unbelievable opportunity for me. Amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me here, man. I mean, just right out of the gate, we became really good friends. And we're both parts that are on really, truly helping people because we both came from a pretty similar background and just knew that we wanted abundance in our life and for other people. And so obviously, we're going to find each other and be good friends. Yeah, and it's funny because when you think of abundance... You know, I'll come across people and they'll say, you know, why I'm I'm, go I'm doing an event in June where there's a bunch of inside insurance people at, like the forefathers in the insurance movement, guys that don't understand technology, but, are, but have done the game at the beginning. And the, pr the guy that's bringing me in, who I love, he's like, be careful, don't give away all your trade secrets, right? Yeah. And, and the trade secret for us, I'll give it away right now, <laughs> is we, <laughs> we work with influencers who have communities that love them. And these influencers that want their communities to get financially educated, that's what we do. Now, I'm not going to give you the secret secret sauce, but high level, that's what it is. And Chance is a brand new relationship with us. I love it, dude. I'm so excited when I, you know, whenever we talk about you, we get really pumped up. When we get into where you are now, which by the way, $50 million award from ClickFunnels, one of five people to ever get that. Incredible. That's not a normal thing. It doesn't show up at the front door. Where did it all start for you? Where are you originally from? And, and tell me about the early years. Yeah, I grew up in Idaho on a farm in Marsing, Idaho, near the Snake River. And we just knew how to work hard. Like my dad instilled work ethic in us. And I consider that still to be my backbone that keeps like pushing me. And he was like, if you just outwork anybody in the room, you'll always be successful. And you, you were told that at an early age? At an early age. Wow. So like you're here now, but you grew up on a farm, right? Work ethic, dad, you know, a farm boy. How does that translate? Did you ever see something like this in your future when you tied it back to hard work? No, I didn't. You know, I grew up uh, and at the time, you know, I was like a camp counselor and I just really just loved helping people, you know, because there was a few people early on that I really looked up to and they kind of changed the trajectory of my life just because they were great people. And they're always just like giving, giving, giving and just like always showing up for people. And I just really respected that because I saw a lot of takers, yeah. you know, growing up. You knew the difference right away. Absolutely. Yeah. And I thought, I want to be like that guy. Like everybody likes that guy. And the people Why? that you're referring to, were they family? Were they part of the they community? Just, they were just older, older guys in my in the community. Neighborhood? Yeah. Yep. Do you still have a relationship with those guys? 
I don't. Okay. No. But you, you often reflect back to who they were and their impact. Absolutely. And my dad was always the same way. He just, man, I lost him in 2010. Rest in peace. Which catapulted my journey that we'll get into. But at his funeral, it was so packed, you couldn't even get into the church. Yes. People are lined up out the way, like the church probably held a thousand. I mean, it was crazy. And yeah. I was talking to a woman there. She's like, I haven't seen your dad since the third grade. Wow. He, he, made, he made me smile and made me feel like a loved wow. person in the third grade. That's why I'm here today. That's incredible. That blew my mind. That's more important than money. That's more important vacations and businesses to hear something like that as a legacy. She hasn't seen him since third grade and, and being able to share that compliment, that must have felt unbelievable. It was, it was powerful. So that kind of like, you know, I never forgot that. Yeah. So going forward, I thought, you know, I want, I want people to not even be able to get in the doors to my funeral. Yeah, that's a great legacy, right? No doubt about it. You'd be able to kind of say how you had an impact on the world. Absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, from there, like I said, I was... So did you, did you go to college and after high school? Did you, no? You no, it never awesome. resonated with me. Love it. It never resonated no with me. No college. No college. He did not cling to status quo. Go no, ahead. it just, it didn't resonate with me. The people that were trying to mentor me. I'm like, I don't want your life. Like, no offense. It's good. You know, good on you for doing what you want to do, but it just, nothing ever clicked for me. I was like, that's not what I want. And so I think that's a really powerful lesson for people to learn. It's like, if you don't know what you want, then figure out what you don't want and mm. then eliminate it from your life. And it'll it. keep pointing you a little bit closer and a little bit closer and a little bit closer. Uh, Sean interviewed me yesterday and we went all the way back through it. And I remember retracing my past and it was like, yeah, I was each of those little gifts or um, guidances from the universe, like I paid attention to, yep. instead of just ignoring it, yep. you know, and kept saying yes and yes and yes and yes to life, which, you know, took courage. But it, it was something that I started doing early on that allowed me to get around the right people. Was there any challenging yeses at a moment in time, at, a, at an age like that, where blind faith took over and you were rewarded by doing that? Absolutely. So... I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I moved to Maui on a one-way ticket. I had $300 in my name, didn't know anybody out there. How I was 19. Wow. So I, I kept working dead-end jobs. I was like, man, it, it's, I just got to get out of my hometown. I got to go see the world. And so moved to Hawaii, lived on the beach, eventually got a job as a dishwasher and was living out of my little one-man tent on a beach and would hitchhike into town and wash dishes. And that was like blind faith. It's going to be okay. And just freaking went for it. So during this time, were you like reading books? Were you like, like, what were you doing to brain food to, to give you an edge and motivation on how to start structuring things? I mean, really, I read the book Into the Wild and the dude, they made a movie about it. I can't remember the actor's name at this point, but he like cuts up his credit cards and burns his money and then just goes out hitchhiking. He's like, I'm just going to rely on great people to like get to the next thing. And so I had that in the back of my head, which wow. I don't recommend that for the average person out there. But <laughs> Teddy might go with I, that. I had that same mentality and because I, I went out there with 300 bucks and thought, you know, I'm going to figure it out. And so when you're in that place of you don't have anything, yep. you have to learn how to communicate. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to give to people and show up for people. Definitely so show that you up. can build yeah. a relationship. Because I was like, I'm going to starve if I don't start meeting people out yeah. here. Right. It yeah. was like literally down to that. So it was, a, it was a great lesson for me to learn just how to grow. And that just always kept showing up in my life. But take me to that time. Were you lonely? Was there a sense of loneliness at any point? Or were you just on a mission, burning the boat? Yeah. Let me take over the island. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. I literally can't have my mom come pick me up. Yes. Right. Like I'm on an island, right? Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I had my best friend Adam with me at the time. That's cool. So we're we're doing this thing together. Yep. And it was so just, you weren't we, alone. No. Yeah, yeah. We, we were just so like inspired by travel and just the excitement of the world. Like we'd never seen anything like that before. You know, being in a beautiful place, eating organic food, learning about yoga, meditation. So did it was you? It's a whole new world. So did you like dive deep into that? Stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me more about that. Tell me what that was like. Well, so my dad came out and visited me the last time I saw him in Hawaii. And then he went back home and ended up taking his own life. He had Sorry, mental illness that came out of bad diet, you know, pharmaceuticals. And, you know, back then there was a lot of stuff on the market that probably shouldn't have been. Like it could have been a medical malpractice and a whole deal, which we won't get into. But I became very passionate about natural health. And so that's why I was like, I don't want anybody else to experience that. I don't want to experience it. It's like our mind, we, we got one mind. We got to protect it. We got to take care of it. And so you know, building the the company now abundance, I feel like it all really rooted from that of like mm. my experience with my father. And I didn't want people to have, you know, scarcity. He didn't have access to the resources for great health. He didn't yep. have access to great counseling. Yep. He didn't have access to the finances that he needed. There's a lot of financial stress at, at that time in our life. So I knew that I didn't want that for my kids. Yep. And I wanted to help out as many people as I could. And it all really started there in Hawaii when I was like, man, I, my dad's gone at 49. Like, oh, he was it, young. He was super wow. young. Yeah. How old are you right now? I'm 34. Okay. You're young too. Yeah. So that was you in know, 2000, that was in 2010. And yeah. so at that point I was like, life is short. Yes. Like life is short and you have to live every day to the fullest. Yes. And that means a lot of different things for a lot of different people. But for me, I was like, I don't, I'm not going to sleep in anymore. Yep. Like, I'm not going to miss out on an opportunity to see somebody I love. I'm not going to miss out on an opportunity to meet with a client or meet with a student or... And make it impactful, big, too, absolutely. though. Absolutely. Yeah, like, have have the energy and the, the passion for it. Absolutely. In the moments, even when you're tired. Yep. Right? And did you have system? Did the yoga help you with that? Like, were you yeah. able to create, like, mantras and systems on how to get yourself up? Well, when I started eating organic food, I felt like I was on, like, steroids. Wow. Because, like, growing up in the Midwest, I mean, it was all... Well, yeah, and a lot of preservatives and like that was like when the frozen food thing was like really getting popular where, you know, mom's like, I don't want a cookie more if I can throw in a frozen lasagna that has like 8,000 ingredients. It's like, it's tomato and pasta. Why are there so many ingredients in this? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, you to why. I mean, it was, I mean, we're picking avocados right off the freaking tree yeah. and just eating them raw. It was like incredible. It was like candy to me, you know? Yeah. Um, and started learning meditation from a good friend of mine and learned about kundalini yoga and a lot of this stuff that I would have judged and thought was super woo-woo and and nuts, but started doing it and just getting lots of sun and swimming in the ocean. I just felt freaking alive, like really alive. So what I find amazing, right? Because the journey is you go there with 300 bucks, you know, you're, you're a dishwasher living on the beach and now you're starting to get into a, a specific style of yoga. Your dad passes away. Well, that was the last time you've seen him in, in Hawaii. At some point, that transitioned into a business model. Into you get married, you have married and kids, right? Yeah, I have a yeah. son. Yeah, he's a year and a half. Congratulations, he's my little sweetheart. Yeah, I I got it. Yeah, is what's his name? Dean. Dean. Yeah. Okay. And your wife, Erin. Okay. How did you meet Erin? I actually met her at a music festival in in Boise. Okay. Yeah. Was that like two years ago? Was that five, seven years? That was. Four years and some change. Okay, so that's what. So we leave. So at some point, you leave Hawaii with yeah. a, with a game plan. I leave Hawaii, and we actually did an around the world trip ticket. So I spent about two grand, bought like eighteen plane tickets with my best friend Adam. Wow! And then he was saving a bunch of money, and I wasn't. Okay, I was like, ah, it'll be fine. I'll kind of pull the Hawaii thing again, and we get ready to leave, and he's got like four grand saved up, and I have like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, and we're supposed to go on this year long trip to like eighteen different countries. Yes, and I was like. 
oh shit. Yeah. And I was like, it'll be fine. So we're on the trip and about two weeks, about a week into New Zealand, I'm like out of money. And I was like, one night I'm sitting there with my, with Adam. I was like, bro, we got to find a job. He's like, why? I was like, not we. He's like, yeah, you. (laughs) He's like, damn it, Chance. I knew you weren't saving money. And and because he was like, he just wanted to go, 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 go. I have this whole thing planned out. The reason why I went to New Zealand is because he was a big Lord of the Rings fan. And so that's why New Zealand was like on the map. And so I'm like, so we're, we're at this hostel. It's like eight bucks a night. And we meet this guy named Jack. And he's going down to work at this lodge in New Zealand that's like, a couple hour bus right away. He's like, Hey, they need more people to work. I said, Adam, you know, I don't want to hold you back, but I'm going to, I'm going to go here. You can come or go do your thing. Like whatever you want to do. It's like, no, nah, bro, I'll go with you. So it's at this lodge. It's right at the base of Mount doom. So Mount doom is like the famous like volcano in, in New Zealand. So that was the place we wanted to go to anyways. So we started working at this lodge and honestly, it was the best thing that ever happened to us because everybody's on gap year and they're coming from the UK and they're working that way around the planet to New Zealand. That's really the last stop. And they go back. Well, that Mm. was like really our first stop on the trip. So we started meeting everybody at the end of their trip. They're from Australia, the UK, Indonesia, like you, you name it. And it's at this lodge where all these backpackers are coming. So every day we're just meeting people from all over the world. Mm. And I'm learning about, you know, as people are like, making money online. This one guy was like, that's where you first started learning the game. Yeah. Okay. Got it. This guy was like flipping stuff on eBay. Yeah. And I was like, so someone's getting screwed here. You're just paying more for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you create a platform. That's where you get a VIG. And he was like, no, he's like people, I I buy a product. I know what it's worth. And I sell it in a different part of the country and I make more money. I was like, whoa, that's really interesting. Like I never even thought about that. Cause all I knew is like, you show up and you work hard and you know, get yes. your hands dirty yep. and I didn't know how we'll to leverage it. or, yep. or use the internet. I never even thought about it. And so I kept meeting these really interesting people and I thought, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not meant to go to school or go to a trade school. I'm just meant to travel right now and figure out what I don't want. So I can get mm. closer to what I do want. Amazing. And just, I was just an open book. I was a sponge. Anybody that was interesting, I was like, what do you do? Where are you from? how do you do it? What are you passionate about? What are your goals? Like what's happening? And I you just, knew to ask those questions. Absolutely. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I wasn't getting the answers that I wanted at home, Yep. but I also wasn't asking the right questions either. So as mm-hmm. I got out on the road and just started listening to people and the, yep. the ways of life and, you know, different religions, different beliefs, different ideas, different politics. I was just like, I'm, I'm just here to, here to learn. And then you started modeling people, I assume Absolutely. model plus. Right. And then, and then, you know, obviously being able to surround yourself, I say, who's your top five. So who you surround yourself Absolutely. with is going to help you elevate to where you want to go. And you could stand on the shoulders of other people. Absolutely. If you want to see your future, look at your friends. If you want to see your future, look at your friends. So check it out. Um, 2020, you win this award, but something must have happened before that to get there. Absolutely. If we could kind of dig into that, all these folks. I just kept traveling and then uh, got back to LA. Uh, I had a massage therapy business at the time. I was trying to get leads. I didn't know how to do that. Mm. I saw massage envies popping up all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, they're doing that online thing that I kind of learned about, you know, back when I was traveling. And so I went down a rabbit hole and just started learning about, you know, organic traffic, you know, how to rank websites. And so I started ranking Google map listings and then renting them out to business owners. So I'd own the actual phone number. So I'd go set up like, you know, 10 plumber GMB pages, like in Los Angeles, wow. and they'd all start ranking and each one would generate 30 to 60 leads a month. 
And I just feel like for every phone number that you want to rent from me, it's 500 bucks a month. It's better than only real estate. Yeah. So it was online real estate. Wow. So uh, I met my business partner, Abdul, at the time, and we just started scaling really quick. So that was the first time I really had experienced success after I failed multiple businesses before that. But I scaled it to like over 10K a month in 90 days, was just like all in, obsessed, cut everything out of my life that wasn't going to push me forward, stop going out, stop drinking, stop going to concerts, was just... I was like, hey, I got to sacrifice my time now. Well, I got all this energy to build my empire and went all in. And uh, fast forward a couple of years after that, a lot of people were, you know, reaching out to us, wanted to learn what we were doing. We started coaching people. How, how much did you charge a coach? Well, when we first started, we were just helping people out. Yeah, yeah. I was probably in a community with like, I don't know, 30 or 40 people that I was kind of coaching, like get their social media agency up and rolling. Wow. And then we, yeah, we created a, a coaching program and a platform and built out softwares around it. And, uh, at the time we we're charging 4k to be a part of our community. And now we've gone up to, you know, bigger numbers, more support now. Is there a number you want to share with the group? Or? Yeah, it's five, 10 or 25 K five, 10 or 25 K to be part of the group where, you know, the, you're standing on the shoulders of folks that have created some multiple businesses and online presence that can really help change the generational gap. By the way, if anyone's, how do they reach you? What's your best way to get, to get in touch with you? Uh, chance underscore Welton. Uh, on Instagram and be careful. There's a lot of fake ones out there. I got that problem. Too. Yeah. Got yeah. the blue check. Yeah. I'm I, working on it. I'm working on it too. Yeah, Not the subscription one, the other one. Yeah. 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 That's what I want to get. So, all right. So now you're killing it. Yeah. So abundance.io, you can take the quiz there and then it kind of goes through the process. So we're like, not everybody wants to run an agency. And I know that there's these other low barrier to entry business models where you don't have to create a product. Yep. You, you don't have to find a, a product market fit. And I said, how can we get on these platforms where we can get people to get success much faster. So we partnered with our friend, Tom, and did the same thing on- No, is Adam what you're doing this whole no. run? So Adam exited stage left at some point. Yeah, so, well, we always climb mountains together. Okay. And so now he does it. He's like one of the best guides for this, you know, big guiding okay. company. So he's and doing he's his crushing thing. It. Yeah, yep. I think he's in uh, South America right now. And he went off and excelled in his life as well. And we're still the best of friends. We, awesome. still, we still hang out. He's the best man at my wedding. Awesome. And so, I was like, not everybody wants to run an agency. Let's find out these other business models. So we did it with Amazon, Airbnb, Kindle. We have a 0% down real estate acquisition model. I was like, I want to be the person and the company that I wish I had when I was out traveling. Yeah. Where I could have helped someone like my dad. Yes. I could have helped other people that I've seen struggle in this world, whether it's mentally, physically, relationship-wise, mm. or finances. And so we just kept doing that. Now we have six partners. So we have a lot of different verticals to help people get started and like very low barrier to entry. So you can run a real estate business on Airbnb without owning real estate. And our students are freaking crushing it. You could run, say that again. You can run a real estate business on oh. Airbnb without owning any real estate. You could run a, you could run, you could run a real estate business on Airbnb on, sorry, on air. Say, Airbnb. Airbnb and not own the real estate. Yeah. Incredible. So people are like, I always want to get Incredible. into real estate. Like I don't got 20% down. Yes. I don't have the funds. Yes. I don't know the market. Well, all you got to do is find a house that's not on Airbnb that's been for rent for 45 days. Yep. They're losing money. You bring them on to Airbnb, you get the photo shot right. We show people how to like optimize the platform. So that you give them a piece of that. Absolutely. bringing it to you. So, wow. so the way that it works is that house, he's probably going to be getting $1,500 a month if it was a long-term rental. Yep. Well, on Airbnb, he can be making more like four or 5K. And so then the student that actually brought that house on, they would just be making that extra 2K on top, but he's still making more 
on the rental than he would for long term anyways. And, and really, this, it's uh, people looking for houses that are not on Airbnb. Yeah. That's a man. Well, Does anyone else do that besides you? Like, that's amazing. No, it's called co-hosting. It's something that we created. That is amazing. Yeah. I've never even thought of that. It's so, incredible. Yeah, our partner, Sean and Ari, are just, they were, they're managing $100 million worth of real estate and own zero properties. What? Yeah. Just by doing what you just said? Absolutely. So, so there, I said, we got to take that to the world, boys. Like, we yes. got to create a, a product and go help people. So now there's like, 1,800 students in, in, in that platform now. That, and you that have multiple platforms. Yeah. How many students in total? 25,000. 25,000 students in multiple platforms, folks. And he went to Hawaii with 300 bucks in his pocket in 2000. What year? Shoot, that was 2009. 2009. And uh, went on a journey of discovery of what not to do, and it led him to get to where he is. And by the way, when you learn what not to do, you think of things like, you know, owning real estate without owning the real estate by bringing Airbnb real estate properties that aren't on Airbnb into Airbnb and you create a model around it. Absolutely. Wow. I teach like be a middle man or the middle woman. Like there is money happening, billions of dollars online every single day. You just got to get in the flow of money. Like don't go out and try to create something your first time. It's like, yeah, now we're doing more creative stuff in our investments. But in the beginning, it's like, no, no, just keep it simple. Keep it stupid, keep it real simple. simple. Yeah, keep like, it stupid, simple. Even when Jobs came back into Apple, he took a hundred products and brought it down to four. Yes, and that's when the that's when the the run started again. Absolutely. Let me ask you: When now the stuff that you're describing to me, when did you get this click funnel? I know it was in 2020. Are we are we at that point yet in this story? That was when we really started bringing our our brands together and scaling. We did it with two two brands at the time. Now we have five. So in your whole world, is it a lot of click funnels? Is it, is it go to this page, go to that page stuff? I'm not really good at as yeah. you know. So it, it was all through click funnels. Uh, we had different funnels, but it's all through click funnels. So when you win an award like that, are you like in their inner circle? Do you, are you part of a mastermind? Do you have access to information that others don't yet? That it's really it, just bragging rights. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing to brag about. You know, it's like, well, Hey, we got this one and you do too. Let's go, you know, let's go talk. No, it, it, it brings the community together. And I love what Russell's done. Like he has created a super culture, like unbelievable, undeniable. Like if you're in the ClickFunnels crew, like, Families. yeah, your family like for life. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so incredible. What he's done for entrepreneurs is given them a stage to feel like a champion. It's amazing. You know, cause we see pro athletes, we see doctors getting accolades, we see attorneys getting their awards and like for entrepreneurs, like. It was just kind of like you're, it's kind of a lonely space. You yeah. know, I love what David Meltzer's doing. I love what you're doing, creating a platform where we can all come together, share insights, build each other up, yep. build each other up on social media. And I love what's happening in our industry. It's yeah. like, we know that if I can't help something, someone, maybe you can, that's on my list. Like yes. let's help each other. And that's why our partnership came together. Yes. Cause you know, a lot of things I don't. Yes. And so it was, you know, there's a lot of synergy there. And again, going back to abundance mindset, love it. getting out of scarcity, there's plenty of food for everybody. To eat. There's plenty of things. You know, you, you say a lot of powerful things when you talk about abundant mindset versus a scarce mindset. There he is, everybody. Come on. There in. he is. The man, up, the myth, coach? the legend. Love, Love you. Say hi. Love you, you brother. Unbelievable. Appreciate it. Unreal. David Meltzer is speaking of. David Meltzer live, folks. Live, in action, in your face. So ready? Here's my question. Yeah. Where does it look like for you in the next five years? It's a great question. So the plan is to continue to partner with business experts that have created seven figures on these low barrier to entry business models. And as we evolve in AI and tech and all these other, like business ideas are going to keep coming up. Yeah. And so our goal is to continue to build that. Um, I mean, we're on a mission to build a billion dollar company. Mm. And how do you stay ahead of being, being really good at anticipating, but how do you stay ahead of not just kind of clinging to status quo and getting comfortable? It's, you know, 
there's no gray area with success. As soon as you let off the gas, That's you're it. already going in the opposite direction. Excellent point. So excellent point. We know like, and and that's when we decided with our leadership team, it's like, okay, we got to be focused. Here's people moving forward. Here's, here's people dealing with fulfillment. Here's people doing product development. So, I mean, we would start mimicking some of the, you know, most successful tech companies of all time. It's like, you have these departments that are always moving you forward so that yes, we're testing things and getting better, but we're also still keeping the business going and moving forward as well. Yeah, with the core business. Absolutely. Got it. Love it. Yeah. And that's, and that's phenomenal by the way, because a lot of people don't do that. I love that, that you're even talking about that list. And I know we talked about one of your legacies would be what the what the funeral home looks like when you shuffle off this mortal coil. I don't like to say the word die. So when it's all said and done, right? What do you want? And there's gonna be a lot of digital versions of you out there. What do you want it what do you want the message to be about who you are? Take care of yourself, take care of your take care of yourself, take care of your family, change the world. Yeah. In that order. In that order. Yeah. Because if you're not taking care of yourself and your family, you can't go out there and have true impact. Yeah. Love because it. people say, oh, you know, money is evil, this, that, that. Money is just resource and an energy. And the That's more right. of it you have, the more people you can change. And the vision that I have with our nonprofit in Uganda, we already house 40 children. They get education, fresh water, food. I mean, these kids were dying on the street a couple of years ago, like literally abandoned. It's nonprofit in Uganda. They've changed lives of 40 people. Is that what 40, you said? 40 children. That's incredible. Point. Thank you for that. Amazing. And, Love that. And you know, if I wouldn't have gone out there and pushed the boundaries and moved through my fear to build what I've built, like these kids wouldn't have a home. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, that's become about, you know, bigger part about my why, especially as a father, seeing these children suffer, it just yeah. freaking breaks my heart. Yeah. So when I can empower, now we've had, I think four or five students that have gone out and started their own nonprofits to help with orphanages throughout the world. Yep. And so we teach like three stages of wealth, four stages of impact. Wow. So create one stream of income on, let's say Airbnb, create the other one on Amazon, systematize those, start stashing away that wealth, invest in the right way Take through notes. some of our syndicate partners, and then go out there and have impact, like build a team so you can go out there and do what you're passionate about and change lives. Amazing guys. Listen, if you like what you heard, please go ahead, hit the like button, subscribe. Of course, go ahead. And if you have any comments, write some comments below. I would take this and rewind it back. There was nugget after nugget after nugget that could help put money in your pocket where it belongs. But the truth is it starts with your heart, not your head. And if you get in your heart first, eventually the head will create the systems and the processes where you can replace yourself and move on to do all the other things. And one last time for Chance, let them know how to get in touch with you, brother. Yeah, so it's Chance underscore Welton on Instagram. I got about 42,000 followers now. So make sure you go to that one. I don't have the blue check, but there's a lot of other phonies out there. And also go to Abundance.io, take the quiz and figure out what type of entrepreneur you are. You'll be either a socializer, a coach, a founder or an engineer. And then based on that, you speak with an advisor so we can put you in the right business model to make sure you have the highest chance of success. Abundance.io. Abundance.io. And that's where you can take the quiz. Yep. Right. Anyway, so folks, thanks for checking us out. Go ahead, click the link and give us any comments and then some other videos that you want. Thanks for checking me out. Talk to you soon. Love to see you, Rob. Appreciate it, brother. That was awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having Thank me Thank you out. so much.